Recovery is stupendous. Achievable. Hope. Freedom. 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 Empowering. It's unique to everyone. It's a journey, not a destination. Getting a new lease on life. Finding restoration after you fall down. Recovery is having the freedom to enjoy life. For me, it was finding a way to really love myself. My recovery is possible in part because of my own sense of purpose. Hello and welcome to Recovery Talks. I'm Mia Wetzel, Montana's Peer Network's recovery coach. And I'm very honored and privileged to be on here with the one and only Dean Snow. Hello, Dean. Hi, Leah. I'm very, I, you know, I feel the same way. I'm, I'm so uh, honored that you asked me to be a part of this. And um, it's just been a pleasure, you know, since I've known you to see your journey. It's very encouraging. It's very uplifting. And uh, it just makes my heart warm and, and uh, to see how far you've come. Oh, thank you. I, I can say the same for you, my friend. It's like, you know, we were visiting before this, you said you blinked and, you know, years gone by and so many amazing things have happened in that time that you took that step into your new position. But without giving too much away, let's step back into, you know, what is it, what does your job entail? Okay, so I'm the program manager of The Sober Life in Great Falls, Montana. We're under the umbrella of the Alliance for Youth. And so what we do is uh, we create events and activities for people in recovery. So we have weekly activities and those pretty much stay the same throughout the week. And then we have uh, events and presentations that vary from month to month. So what we have going on right now is we have volleyball goes on on Mondays and Tuesdays. We have water aerobics on Tuesdays and Thursdays, a red road, big book study on Wednesdays, three foot Revolution, which is an exercise dance class on Thursdays. And now we're adding Zumba and yoga Fridays. And then we also have added basketball, which will also be on Fridays. And then we have uh, the events that we have, Native American Beating, which uh, the great Callie, who is uh, an amazing person, is doing that, who just started with us. Uh, yes. And uh, Kaylee Dawn, I should say, let me make sure I'm clear. I'm giving the, giving the kudos. She's such a wonderful individual. We're having a leprechaun trap making event. We're having a Native American cultural exploration group, which is Renee Tatsy that's doing that. And uh, we're having a Native American art class come up. And uh, this gentleman from up on the high line, AJ Butler, who's an amazing uh, Native artist, is, does that. And then we also have ice skating that's this, this month. So we do all kinds of stuff. And so if there's not something on this list that like, you're like, well, there's nothing that appeals to me. Trust me, if you stick around for another month, there's probably going to be something on there next month that, that appeals to you. And we're going snowshoeing in, in April. We've gone to uh, snow uh, skiing, brush crazy, just all sorts of things, the escape rooms. And the best part of it all, it's all free. So one of the things that uh, when you're dealing with people who, especially early recovery, the finances they're just not there. So right, right. what do they do? You know, and, and that's what, isn't that one of the big things that we hear? Recovery is boring. There's nothing to do. You know, well, we're, we're, we're trying to change that, trying to change that, you know, to show like there is stuff to do. And there's other people out there that 
are in your same boat and maybe they're not because we have people who are in one day recovery up to 20, 30 years of recovery. So it's a diverse group. So they see that and they come in there and it's a healthy environment with people who are struggling with the same things that you have or are, and we're there to support one another. And it's very non-judgmental. People come in and they're welcomed in. And, uh, you know, sometimes you go to the uh, things and you feel like an outcast or whatever, or you feel like, you know, these people are better than me, but they're not. These, these people are exactly like you, you know, it's like, you know, it's just, they're just at different levels of their recovery. And so it's just amazing. So we create that connection. And then we also try to work on giving a person purpose. So we have volunteer events that we do at least once a month. We've gone down to the rescue mission and helped down there. We've gone over to clean up Gibson Park. Uh, some of the Veterans Corps people, they went down and, and cleaned the underpasses where some of the people were sleeping. So it's just a wide range of things that we do. And, you know, it's just a great group of individuals to hang out with, get some people, some networking that happening so that they know other people and they can reach out to these people for help. I think every single person I know has my phone number. I just, I don't know if that's a good thing, but, but I mean, you know, (laughs) it's just like, like, I remember when I was in early recovery and this had, this wasn't quite, this wasn't around then. I got clean in 2000, June 10th of 2017. Yeah. You know, I was pretty much, you know, I went to treatment. I was, I was in a sober, I went to treatment, then I went to sober living and I went to outpatient treatment. And I was like, well, what do I do now? <laughs> what, what I did, you know? And so this creates all that stuff for people. It's, it's built in. And one of the things that you have to do is you have to get outside yourself. You have to get outside your comfort zone. A lot of times we're living, we're run by fear. You know, we, we get clean and then we don't know what to do. And so we isolate ourselves in our house, we get inside our heads and that's the bad part of it. That's the part where the relapse comes in. Right. So this gives them stuff to do and, and there's something every single day of the week, pretty much. So um, if you want to get out there and do something, come out and do it. We're, we, we want you to come out and do it, you know? We want, we want to see people succeed just like you, you know, in what you do. Love success stories. You know what I mean? I, it's one of the most uplifting things ever that to see is someone to come out who had no hope, you know, possibly they might not even have their kids at the time, no job, you know, and, and to see them like get a job, you know, some of the, the simple things that people take for granted, you know, uh, get a job, um, get their kids back. Those little things mean so much to us. Right. And um, I love seeing that. So when you see somebody who came and they might have nothing, you know, I've got, we, we have several people in common who, who uh, you know, got, came here with nothing. You know, some of them are graduating college or have graduated college. And, and just to have those people come to our events and, and show other people like, hey, man, like, I guess this is possible. Look at these guys, you know, look at me, Cripe. I'm like, old as dirt and I did it <laughs> if this old guy can do it anybody can do it <laughs> and speaking of this will probably air a little bit after but it's Dean's birthday too and so I thought well let's put him on the podcast platform but I just want to also honor that it is a peer-to-peer run program 
and that you guys also offer uh, recovery coaching and peer support, one-on-ones as well as group support. Yeah, yes, we do. So uh, everyone that's in the sober life is in recovery. So that's uh, one of the things that make us unique, you know? And so when we're able to have that uh, relationship with these people, because that's like one of the disconnects that sometimes people have is like, you don't know my struggle, you know, you know, how, how do you, how can you understand? How can you help me? And so having us all be in recovery, like, no, I do know your struggle. I have been in your shoes and I know what it's like. And, and I can use my experience, strength and hope, as they say, to help you get out of that. So what we do have just started back in, uh, I think it was 2000, was it 22? So 2021, we get a, a building communities of recovery grant, which was $589,000, which included, now we've added the peer recovery coaching and care coordination. And so it's just an amazing thing. So we're working with Veterans Treatment Court, Adult Treatment Court, Child and Family Services, and, and, and a variety of other places that send us referrals to help these people come in and let us guide you through the early part of recovery. Do you need TANF? Let me help you with that. Do you need employment? Let's look at that. Do you need your, um, a lot of times people don't have ideas. Let, let's, let us help you get your IDs, birth certificate, social security card. Just, um, there's just so much that uh, people need in the early part of recovery. And sometimes they just want somebody to listen. They don't really necessarily want a solution right now, but they're carrying around all of this stuff and they just want somebody to listen. And we're, and we're those people, we're there. So we've just hired uh, two new peer support people. One's currently um, taking the peer support class and Haley Don has completed it. So there's just a great group of individuals over there. We've just hired a new uh, project director. Yes. Kathy Hankis, who's absolutely wonderful. So we've really got a pretty solid foundation over there and a great group of people. And everyone's just got a great attitude. I mean, you know, Kaylee, I mean, <laughs> it's always, always got a smile on her face, you know? Yes. And I've seen she just got married. Yeah. Her and I actually took the uh, Pure 101 training together. Oh, that's cool. Dude, it's so awesome. Like I can kind of see like how everybody's journey is like a little different, but like if you stick with it and that's what I tell people too, like bad stuff happens to people who aren't addicted to stuff. It's just a part of life. You know what I mean? It's just how we deal with that stuff. And I guarantee you, as long as you don't pick or reuse, it's going to work out. Definitely. And I mean, I, I've seen it in my life, but I'm sure you've seen it in your life. Right. Like little bumps in the road happen. Right. Now we're not tripped up by them. We can step over. And it's just a, it's a real blessing that if you keep on doing the right thing, it all works out somehow. Sometimes it doesn't seem like it's working out, but I guarantee you it is, you know? <laughs> Definitely. So we're able to, to convey that and hopefully convey that, I should say, and um, just be there for these people that need help and and share our, our experience with them and, and, and let them know like there's a better way out there just stick with it you know mm. I, I know I was in right. that spot where I was just hopeless you know I was 35 years in active addiction and there was times where I was trying to commit suicide or trying to kill myself several occasions 
was, you know, intentionally trying to OD. Um, I had cut my wrists and uh, I just didn't, there was no hope. I did not see it, you know? And if I, if this me could tell that me, you know, just, if you could just get to see this side, it's absolutely wonderful, you know? And it is, you know, I, I think that in the, in the times of my addiction, like the bad things were really, really bad. That's right. And the good things weren't even that good, but now I'm on that I'm on the other side of it. Like the bad things aren't that bad, but the great, but the good things are fantastic. They're un, they're unbelievable. That's right, miracles. They are miracles. Yes, I see that uh, just within your eyes, and you're such a humble human being, and I love that about you. You're definitely building community back in a in a generation where that's been lost. You guys are building family, and I just. I'm very grateful for what you guys are doing. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, and I think one of the good things too is so we, as you know, as you've gone through, as everyone's gone through this pandemic, that's a very, that was a very bad time for people in recovery, very bad time. So they want you to stay in your home. They want you to do all the things that we tell you not to do, isolate. That, that was like stuff that we had to do and had to go through. So we, of course, we had a rise in suicides, a rise in relapses. And, and then, then all of a sudden you add in the fentanyl epidemic where everything's getting, I mean, it's just been a really, really bad time. And so one of the great things about the sober life was that we were able to keep kind of moving on through that. And when other people stopped doing stuff, we just, we just trudged on and, and, you know, of course, we followed the protocols like we were supposed to, but these people, you know, us, we need places to go and we need things to do. And sitting in our house by ourselves is not one of them. No, not good. Yeah. So, I mean, it's just the Montana Peer Network is a blessing, you know, having, I think this is actually the Peer Network and Peer Support uh, specialists have been a game changer for a lot of uh, addicts out there. That's right. You know, because they can really identify. This is a person that more recently is, has walked in their shoes and understands what that journey is like and how, how the struggle is absolutely 100% real, man. And sometimes like people that get out of it for a little bit. So say you become LEC, you go through the schooling. And now you're, you're a bit distance from when you first got clean, you know? And so we're more there on the front lines, I believe. And we have that shorter time span a little bit, you know, of when we were dealing with all this stuff. And we're, I think they identify with us a little better. You know, we're not that person that's like sitting there judging them, telling them how to live their life, but more or less definitely kind of showing them how to live their life, not telling them, but showing them by example, I feel like we're doing the work. That's right. Setting a good example and um, meeting them where they're at, you know. Exactly. You know, it's it's kind of tough when, because uh, you'll meet all kinds. You know this, of course. And it's like, well, and being accepting of, of, of all pathways to recovery, you know, because sometimes we get into this. So say a person goes to AA and then the, so the people in the A's said, well, this is the only way. Or if you go to uh, some other thing, like uh, what's uh, another one, smart recovery, you know, they might say, well, this is the only way, you know? But what I have to think of is like, 
that's not the only way. Will that help? Of course, that's going to help, you know, and I don't discourage anybody from doing anything of that sort, but, but I have to be open to all possibilities of how a person recovers it, whether it be suboxone, AA, NA, any of, any of the uh, 12-step recovery programs, smart recovery, any of that stuff. I have to be open to that in whatever that person is suited for. So if they want to do something different than the way I got clean, God bless them. I hope they, I will do everything I can to help them support that. You know what I mean? Because my way is not everybody's way. That's right. That's right. And that's what's unique about the model of peer support. And that's something, you know, just speaking with one of my coworkers recently, he's like, when I'm sponsoring, you know, I'm going by these principles, but when it's peer support, I can let my hair down and just be authentic. Right. Well, I just want to thank you again for coming on here and Maybe at some point we can have a round table talk with all, you know, especially with your new new folks that are with you. Maybe have a round table talk oh, of just the sober life. That'd be awesome. So I'd like to make plans for that going forward. But thank you so much for being on here, Dean. And don't be a stranger. Definitely come back and check in. And you, as a human being, are doing some amazing work within yourself and what you all as a family with the sober life, you guys are, are doing some, some very good work out there, great work out there. So thank you. And one of the things, one of the things I forgot to mention, Leo, before yeah. I mean, yeah. we just got a, a Montana Healthcare Foundation grant. So we're going to be working with uh, Luvian to do uh, be on the crisis response team. So that's, we're going to have one of our peer support people on that team. So it's, uh, we're looking forward to that. I think that's going to be a great thing. So, I mean, I really thank you for allowing me to come on here and uh, talk about the sober life. I encourage anyone who hasn't checked it out, please check it out. You can check us out on Facebook. We're on the Alliance for Youth web web page. Our Facebook is at Sober Life 406. Oh, okay. Yeah, definitely. I encourage you all uh, get involved. If you're not in Great Falls locally, come through. It'd be worth the trip. You know, they go rafting in the summertime, snowshoeing in the winter, and they have their ongoing activities. And if you have any ideas, I'm pretty sure they're open to to that as well. They love um, they love having supporting others in that as well. So thanks again, Dean. You bet. Thank you. Recovery works and recovery is possible. Recovery works and recovery is possible. Recovery works. Recovery is possible. Recovery is possible. (laughs) Recovery works and recovery is possible. Recovery works and recovery is possible. Recovery works and recovery is possible. Recovery.